Yo, 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 what is up? Yo, what we calling these people, Steph? The Journeyers? That's the name for them? The Journey family? The know. Journey family. The Journey that's, family. That's what, it, that's what it do, our listeners. You guys are the Journey family. What it do is yours truly, Nathaniel Jefferson. I'm here with my boy, my brother, Steph Harden. Yo, this has been a while, but we're back in action. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Steph? Hey, man, I'm doing well. It's been a long holiday season. Yeah. Long holiday season. Holiday season. Yeah, listen, I'm with big bro, entrepreneur, minister, preacher, teacher. Get your vocabs out ready. Get your eyes ready. Get your ears ready. (laughs) Uh, I I miss being here with my big bro. So go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, bro, man. I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about today. I feel like. Um, God is going to move um, in a powerful, powerful way between us and those who listen to this episode. Um, but as you all know, all all of you who are up to date with the formation of a journey podcast and those who listen to our last few episodes, as you know, uh, God gave me this revelation when I was going through one of the hardest seasons of my life. Um, things that I inter- internalized and uh, never did no introspection on. Mm-hmm. Um, and God started to heal me. And one of the things that he mentioned to me when I had an encounter with him when I was about 19, 20 years old, sitting right there on my bed, is that he whispered to me and said, hey, listen, I want to take you on a journey through the broken places of your heart and soul to heal you from the things that you swept under the rug. Um, And from there has been a complete journey, bro. Uh, And he gave me this revelation to start this podcast um, and to focus on the things that are near and dear to my heart. And Steph, uh got that same revelation from God. He got that same conviction and you know, and we're brothers. He's like, yo, bro, we're gonna do this together. So and those three convictions, like those three things that matter the most to me, um, is my faith, my family, my finances. Mm-hmm. Right. So we call them the three apps and we try to provide some sort of language, vocab, definition, give a blueprint, help um, I guess lay out some steps for those who are listening to us by providing our life as an example of how we journey with God through those three areas, faith, family, and finances, right? So that's what it do. But yo, before we even jump into it, bro, like, how are you doing? What you been up to? What's going on in your life right now? Uh, so just working, you know, just working, managing, uh, when it comes to, I think finances, emotions, and your mental health all play like a significant part in your life. So I've been self-reflecting more about that. Transitions onto the new year, got so many goals, so many plans. But sometimes, like me in my life, I've been realizing I got a lot of future plans, but I don't got a lot of present plans. Wow. We got so many plans that we're going to do in the future. I'm going to get this house. I'm going to get this car i'm gonna get this business but what's the little plans you're doing in your present right now that's gonna get you to that future that you want right now that's good stuff so i think that's something that's going on with me right now just looking to uh, buy certain things you know going to do side businesses uh certain things at the church that 
I, I see on my heart to get done, you know, helping those who are, you know, at risk youth. Yeah. That's one thing that's really on my heart. I've been mostly with young men this whole, this entire month, uh, not only including the times when people come to my birthday and stuff, but even outside of that, I'm with discipleship. I think when you understand about the dynamic of family is when there's a friendship and discipleship, then it becomes the brotherhood inside the relationship. Mm -hmm. The brotherhood begins to start being molded and everything else like that. I got a, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but I got a lot of names I can talk about. But right now it helps me to self-reflect more about my life and see where I was at one point when it came first to Christ mm -hmm. and not realizing how soul winning and discipleship, they go hand in hand. Come on, bro. If we don't understand, we can win a friend, but keeping a friend is a different thing. That's a different story. But you can't choose if they want to stay, but you can choose to play your part in the helping them how to stay. Man, that, that there is hard. Vulnerability is a hard thing for us to get through. Yeah, it is. I, I think vulnerability is a lacking thing when we come to our relationship with God sometimes. Because for me, I never trained to be vulnerable. I was always trained, as the world does a lot, is put on a mask and put on a masquerade and put on this, you know, illusion that this is what I'm really doing. Yeah. But you're really not doing that. You just tell everybody else that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But if people were really begin to decipher your life, it's like you're not really about what you're talking about. And it's fine that you get that check. But it's after you get the self-reflection on your side with you and God and saying, really, what am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. So I started seeing that with my finances, seeing much, even with uh, Nate here, tell me how much I, listen, let me know how much I spend a month. <laughs> listen, I was like, I spent over a thousand a month. That makes sense. Yeah. Like a bunch of money I accumulate over, I'm still able to save and then distribute and plan out. Yeah. It's one of those things. And I'm recognizing even with my mom and my dad and my sister, as we're talking about family, that you got to be careful along the lines that if you love your family so much, love is not control. Mm. Love is influence. Sometimes because we have fears, insecurities, we begin to try to control people because we can, we're so want to control the outcome that will happen with people. But people have to choose what they want to do. And then the butterfly effect has to happen later on. Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. So you got to pray for your family, pray that you're able to be there for your family. But it's on to you with you and God, how you endorse, how you go against, and you still love at the end. Mm. But I'm done. I'm gonna... <laughs> Yo, <laughs> too much. I mean, he done said a mouthful already. <laughs> but listen, you said something key in uh, your intro to what you was going into about what's going on in your life right now. Um, and that was a family dynamic. That's going to be the title of today's episode, The Family Dynamic. We're going to have that conversation with our journey family today. Um, like I told you guys before, we're talking about the three three Fs, faith, family, and finances, and we're gonna be focusing on that middle part right there, family. We're titling this episode, the family dynamic. Family, let's go. Yo, welcome back to the Journey Podcast. Steph left us off with a mouthful before we went off the break. Um, but yeah, we got to dive right into it. Bro, I think for me, uh, I have uh, I have eight brothers and sisters, right? Mm -hmm. Eight. Um, 
my dad met my mother when she already had five kids. Mm-hmm. And then he had me and my twin sisters. And uh, I always admired my dad for doing that because most of my other siblings, uh, father fathers, um, were in their lives. And my dad mm-hmm. took on that responsibility mm-hmm. to raise those kids like they were his own. And to this day, they all call him dad. Mm-hmm. They look to him for guidance and prayer and um, all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. I looked up to my father for that and many other reasons. Bro, like my dad was and still is my superhero growing up. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who I respected and honored and admired. Someone who taught me um, the ways of the Lord, who raised me in the admonition of the Lord. Um, and this is why my convictions is so strong and my faith in Christianity today. Uh, my dad played a major role in my spiritual formation, spiritual development. Mm-hmm. So I thank God for that. But with that being said, because I have eight or seven brothers and sisters, eight including myself, um, the household was a little wild <laughs> growing up, bro. It was a little crazy, but so you got to imagine like the arguments, the bickering, the laughter, the love, the support. Uh, the rivalry uh, that went on, like it, it was, it was a masterpiece, mm. a, a wild garden, but filled with beautiful roses and daisies. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was amazing. And I think in that, in 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 my uh, formative years, uh, I feel like that's where I learned how to relate, how to communicate to others, how to support others, how to love others, mm-hmm. how to be there for others, how to stand up for what I believed in because I'm the youngest boy. Wow. Right? Wow. Um, and I was always protected by my older siblings. Mm-hmm. But, yo, we fought for one another. <laughs> like, <laughs> one was in trouble, one was going through something. Yeah, we all showed up, mm-hmm. right? That just was, that was a family that was a family dynamic mm-hmm. and we grew up pretty close to one another. Um, but you know, as you grow up, life challenges hit. True. There's some unforeseeable circumstances that you didn't think that you would have to deal with. That's true. Some things that might happen in you guys' relationships that you weren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. You'll face some, some rows and bumps and you have to also know just because we're siblings, we all share the same mother, um, mm-hmm. especially for my older siblings, for my younger siblings, we share uh, the same mother and father. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all have our own personalities, yes, our own car- caricatures, yeah. as you would call it, right? Yeah. Um, although we were raised in the same house, so to speak, for the most part, um, we all experienced and viewed our growing up years or formative years differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can say, hey, I, I witnessed this on this end, but my sibling on that on the other end of the spectrum can be like, yo, that's not how I view it. And that's all right, because God wired us all 
us all differently. Go ahead, Tommy, bro. Go right? ahead, Tommy. He wired us all differently. Mm-hmm. And therefore, um, when we face different things in our lives as a family, as a sim- as, you know, as a family dynamic, and as siblings, we just understand and view things differently. And that can cause a little conflict. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what I mean? It can yeah. cause a little rumble in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I just think as people of God, I'm speaking to myself, um, mm-hmm. we have to pray to the Holy Spirit to give us guidance mm-hmm. on how to deal with that. True. Check this out. Mind you, me and my younger siblings, mm-hmm. and all my older sisters as well, especially when my dad married my mother, mm-hmm. we, was, we was in church, bro. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday we was in church. Mm-hmm. My dad, sure enough, kept my younger siblings in church. Yeah, too, right? Um, so I would say, like, our, our faith, for the most part, is a little deeper um, um, than my older siblings. They are all saved. At least I would like to think that they are. Um, although they, you know, they got their own stuff going on, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me and my conviction, I just feel like this side note, if, if, if you are a real authentic, uh, believer who is, and who takes this devotion life, his or her devotion life very seriously, mm-hmm. and you're reading your word, you're praying, it'd be hard mm-hmm. for you to allow life challenges in the area of your sibling relationship, in the area of your family dynamic. Mm-hmm to keep you in a cycle of grudges, mm. unforgiveness, Come on, resentment, talk about mm-hmm. resentment mm-hmm. sibling rivalry. Mm-hmm. It'd be hard if you're literally praying like you should be praying and you're reading your word that you should be reading and you're in commuting, community and you are attending a local church. Yo, no way the Holy Spirit is not going to be convicting you mm. on that. Mm. Right, and because there's some some issues and trials and tribulations um, that we face in our family and our in our sibling relationship and my sibling relationship, bro, mm-hmm. God put a burden on my heart to constantly and continuously draw us together. Mm. I'm going somewhere. I know. I'm, I'm telling the story. Go ahead, no, right? bro. Go ahead. We to draw us together. Mm-hmm. God put it, he gave me a conviction, bro. Mm-hmm. He gave me a, a strong conviction to constantly uh, draw our family together. And therefore, and thereby, bro, I made it my business to this. this it was just past um, mm-hmm. right before Christmas. Yeah. Um, I text my siblings and I'm going to read what I said. Go ahead. Because uh, I'm like that. I'm giving y'all my life as an example right uh this moment the gift of vulnerability let's go yeah let me find <laughs> let me go ahead and find like, that's my mommy calling me i'm not even gonna pick up i'll tell her i'll call her right back we're recording the journey podcast but uh in real time in real time <laughs> in real time um i'm gonna read what i sent to my siblings uh oh mm-hmm. okay awesome wow that's this mm-hmm. And I'm telling you guys, like, there's some stuff that went on in 2022 uh, that was like, yo, and 
I'm talking about in our, in our family, bro. Mm-hmm. In the relationship between our siblings. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was some real stuff going on. Like, beef and all Like, it yeah. was to the point where it, it would have been understandable if certain people wouldn't have talked for years, bro. Mm-hmm. But God, like, it was like a conviction. It was like a, a, a burden that the Lord just placed upon my shoulders mm-hmm. to reach out to all of my siblings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, draws all close together. So, mm-hmm. I sent this text message. This was on December the 20th. Um, this super, I'm being super uh, transparent and vulnerable. I said, uh, I said, good morning, family. There's this verse in Proverbs that says, friends love through all kinds of weather. Hmm. But family, hmm. family is different because they stick together in all kinds of trouble. Hmm. I said, I have an earnest request and plea. It's actually an emergency. I'm asking the complete humility that we can all come together as siblings with willing hearts and open minds to meet at the, this thursday which was the thursday before christmas 7 p.m i gave my address i'm not gonna give my address here <laughs> and I said, <laughs> absolutely not um i said this meeting is not about what some of us may think so please don't disregard the invitation it's imperative that we all show up. I said, I love you all with the deepest love and greatest gratitude. And I hope to see you all uh, this Thursday, which was that Thursday before Christmas. Mm-hmm. They all responded. It's like, I, I'll be there, bro. No problem. I'll be there. Um, they all said that they was going to be there. Yeah. And uh, they all came. And, bro, God, like, I'm like, I'm praying asking for the Holy Spirit to give me wisdom on how to like navigate this conversation, to kind of be the narrative, the narrator uh, of this conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they all showed up. And one thing that the Holy Spirit put on my heart was to ask him a question. Mm-hmm. And the question was, how do you view family? Mm. How do you see family? That's a great question. Great. What is your interpretation of family? Mm-hmm. What is your understanding of family? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that's the question that I asked them. And they gave me a number of different responses. And I told them, give me one word. They said they view family as love, mm-hmm. as support, mm-hmm. as uh, um Family needs to have the the fortitude and the ability to persevere. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave me a number of um, different responses, and like that's good. But one thing that shook me the most was love, bro. Family is love, and after that happened, um, God gave me a revelation on um, this kind of categorizing uh, the levels of the dynamics of family, which I'm not going to go through right now, but I'm just trying to give you a brief summary of how that conversation went. If we was there go for ahead. like three hours, bro. Go ahead, bro. Um, just stick with me, listeners. Go ahead. There for like three hours. And I kind of wanted that. And I said, listen, I the goal of this conversation is not to focus on what has happened. Hmm. Go ahead. The goal of this conversation is to focus on the present, to examine the present Mm -hmm. and come up with language for the future. Mm -hmm. 
We can't change who did what. Mm -hmm. We can't change who said what. Mm -hmm. We can't change what has happened. Yes. But we, what we can be is intentional yes. about how we deal with one another now no. and into the future. True. And I said, I don't think it's by coincidence. I'm not a numerologist, but I'm going to say this. Go ahead. I don't think it's by coincidence. I said this to my siblings that mom had eight kids. Mm. Eight means the number of new beginnings. Mm. I'm not a numerologist, but I said this. I said, I don't think it's by coincidence. And I want to kind of give you guys an insight. Eight meaning the number of new beginnings. God finished the earth in seven days. It was, he was completed. He was done. It was finished with that work. The eighth day marked the new beginning mark. And I said, it doesn't matter what we've been through or what we experience. We can always have a new beginning. Mm -hmm. If we're dealing with unforgiveness, we can always have a new beginning. Reset. If we're Reset. dealing with resentment, we can always have a new beginning. Reset. Mm -hmm. If we harbor hatred in our hearts, we can always have a new beginning. Yes. There's always a reset for us. That's so true. And the enemy, bro, Go ahead, bro, would like to think that we don't have a new beginning in the area of our family dynamic. Mm -hmm. In the family dynamic, he want he he want us to think that we do not have a chance for us to have restoration mm -hmm. and deliverance in the area of our siblings' mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. He wants to feel like we we're like it's always going to be uh, chaos when we get together. Hmm. There's always going to be crazy, unforeseeable arguments and circumstances that pop up when we are in each other's presence. Mm -hmm. But I want you to know that whoever's listening to us, and I'm not trying to sound preachy. Go ahead, no. But I want you to know that you can have a reset. Yes. Go ahead. You can have mm. a new beginning, man. Mm. And from the very beginning, bro, mm. I'll let you touch on this. From the very beginning, the enemy attacked family because mm -hmm. he understands the power of it yes it true. started with adam and eve in the garden of eden mm -hmm. right and then it tri tripled down yeah. to their sons the mm -hmm. twin sons mm -hmm. cain and abel mm -hmm. and the root cause of that was jealousy mm -hmm. why because the enemy knows how powerful Family is. He knows how powerful the family dynamic is. And if we were ever to get mm -hmm. together and come together in unity and love one another and pray for one another and understand one another, even in our differences, he knows that this is good. Yo, right? we close. are a force to be reckoned with. Mm. Let me give y'all, let me give y'all guys, uh, God's definition and um, why he ordained family um, in the earth. Um, Go ahead. Um, the family is the foundational institution of the society ordained by God. Hmm. It is constituted by marriage and it composed of persons related to one another. God ordained marriage. Uh, God ordained family, rather. Endorsement. He endorsed family indoors to be the foundational mm -hmm. peace Go ahead. in which society is built upon yes so true without family bro there is no society there is no companies there is no companies bro. go ahead bro and it's essential that we understand that yo those who are in Oz and in, in the area of their 
families or those who are at odds in the area of their sibling dynamic, bro, we gotta we gotta come up with some language to get this stuff together. Oh, that's so true. So, bro, like, and from that moment, my family, I'm telling you that we can always have a new beginning. We can always have a, a fresh start. Bro, I mean, tears was going. Mm-hmm. Hugs was being gave, gave, give, gave, gave. Yes, gave. <laughs> <laughs> however it is. Yeah, however it is. However it is. Hugs was being given. Yeah. There we go. First yeah. Yeah. My wife is a speech pathologist. She would have been here, Nate. Come on, Nate. Come on, Nate. Like, she's always correcting my English. So. Much of the most. Yeah, she's a professional talker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my baby, Anna. I love you, honey. Um, love you, Anna. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, like God was moving in a powerful, powerful way. And like, I mean, like it was powerful. And then from there, like my dad even came in mm. and said some words, bro. Mm. And check this out again. Remember I told you that my dad married my mother with five kids already. And he took on another man's responsibility to raise her kids like they were his own. Mm-hmm. And he stepped in. He said, you know what? I want to apologize for things that I may have lacked in in your lives where I felt a deficiency or a left a void. Wow. Because of times when I may have not been present, I apologize. Ooh, that's and powerful. Bro, that's powerful, bro. Can I tell you that my, my oldest sister mm-hmm. started crying? Mm-hmm. And she told me the next day, she's like, he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But my father wasn't in my life and he took that place. Mm-hmm. And it was as if my father, my my birth, my father by blood was apologizing to me. Mm-hmm. The enemy don't want stuff to happen. Like, Go ahead. like he don't want that kind of freedom mm-hmm. and liberation and restoration and reconciliation to happen. Sheesh. In our in our families, bro. That's so true, bro. That's so true. The power of the family dynamic. Bro. Power of the family dynamic. Like, talk to me, bro. Oh man, it's one thing I'm hinged on is what you were talking about of uh, reconciliation. I think the hardest part is to reconcile when somebody else doesn't want to reconcile. Mm. I think the hardest part is the jealousy, like we we're just talking about before, like Cain and Abel. God told Cain he had an availability, he had an opportunity where not to let sin crouch in because God was with him to overcome the sin that was dealing with him. Come on, bro. So the hardest part for him is to let go of what God gave Abel and to realize that God had more in store for him, even if it was not what God gave Abel. And I think the hardest thing too, bro, is our lenses sometimes in our family dynamic is, Oh, we see everybody getting these accomplishments, these achievements. But listen, if they're winning, you're winning. Because you're attached to them. I ain't going to give it to them. So if they're, they're winning. Reiterate. If they're winning, you're winning. If your family, your community. If your community, that means if one part of the body is exceeding, you're exceeding. Come on, bro. So we forget that. So our lenses don't change. And then we go on to just hating somebody. While they're progressing in the area they're called to. But the problem is you're not looking at a place of like, man, I'm not there with them. I'm not there. Listen, the measure is Jesus Christ, not them. Yo, bro, you just touch on. Oh, man, listen. That's the like, scripture calls in the Amos, the plumb line, right? Yeah. 
it means as a measurement stick, as we always use a lot of things when it comes to construction or it comes to building or using anything with sound, we have things that we have as a standard. We have things that are set as a metric. So understand this family, that at the end of the day, do not compare yourself to anybody else. Compare yourself always to Jesus Christ and his life, because that's the thing that you want to reflect. I love Nate and the similarities that God brings through Nate, but I know it's not him. It's Jesus Christ in him. Come on, bro. When you realize that for so many times in your life, bro, it had you to realize that you're supposed to compare and contrast people, right? Not to compare yourself on the people. Mm. That I'm different than Nate and there's similarities with me and Nate. But it's not my being being better than Nate. It's about me being Stefan in Jesus Christ. Yo, listen. There's a unique <laughs> difference. Go ahead. A godly difference. Go ahead. A undescribable difference between each and every one of us. Go ahead, bro. Each and every individual that you come across, there's something that God gave them that he didn't give to you because God gave you something that he didn't give to them. Mm. Like, there's something uniquely profound about the gifts and callings that God placed on the inside of us. And in the instance of Cain and Abel, Cain was so jealous of his brother because he gave something that he felt like God required. Mm -hmm. While Cain gave scraps. Mm. And all God was saying, listen, I love you just as much as, as I love Abel. But his heart posture is just in a different place. Oof. Say that again. Wow. Say that again. Wow. Here's heart a revelation. Here's ahead. a revelation, family. Go ahead. Some of us are jealous of individuals because we think hmm. that A, they're thriving better than we are or they're succeeding better than we are. But all in actuality, they're just sacrificing more than we are. Wow. Wow. Hold on. What did I just say? <laughs> Go ahead and say that again, bro. <laughs> say that again. Some of us are jealous with people because we see the blessing, not the backside of the desert. And mm. in the instance of our family, bro. And I'm not saying like there was jealousy in my family. It's actually a beautiful story. And I, I will get to that with my family. It wasn't that wasn't the case. But when we were talking about the story with Cain and Abel, Cain was jealous that his 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 offering was accepted by God. It was a pleasing aroma to, to the nostrils of God. Mm -hmm. Because Abel was willing to sacrifice more than Cain was. Mm -hmm. Could it just be that your gifts and your callings aren't being displayed or utilized or utilized at the capacity that they should be utilized? And because you aren't sacrificing the way that you should be sacrificing. And you're wow. so busy looking at someone else wow. and what they're doing with their life. Ahead, not, not not understanding that they're giving up more than what you are willing to give up. Oh, God, leave, man. Wait, there's a scripture for this real quick. Jesus Christ says, much is given as much is required. Yo. Are you, like he just said, Cain was given scraps. The question is for us, family, are we giving scraps to how much we're given or are we giving to all how much we're given? Yo, yo, go ahead, bro. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's crazy because it's like, yo, you have a, a, a special, special and unique gifting and purpose crafted, tailor made for you. Yes, just like he or she does. Mm -hmm. And you're so busy looking at what they are contributing to the world because you're not understanding that they're just in the in the in the dark. 
they're sacrificing time. Mm-hmm. They're doing things that you aren't doing. Mm-hmm. They're giving up stuff that you aren't giving up. Right? They're not talking to people that you are still talking. They're doing certain Ooh, things. I ain't liking that one, but go ahead. That's substance right That now. you are not willing to do. And then you look at the fruit of their labor and you're confused and upset and jealous because of what God is blessing them with and what God is doing in their lives and the things that they're accomplishing. You're not understanding. Yo, you could have did the same thing, but you're giving scraps. Mm-hmm. You're giving your leftovers. Mm-hmm. You're giving God what you feel like is acceptable. Mm-hmm. You're not going above and beyond. You know, there's a scripture in Ephesians chapter 3 and 20. It says that, mm-hmm. now unto him who is able to do the exceedingly, mm-hmm. abundantly, mm-hmm. Above all that we can think for, Mm. dream for, Mm. or even imagine. Watch this, according to the power that works in you. Mm -hmm. Yo, it's all in you, fam. And you're out here like, yo, what's going on, fam? Mm. What aren't you giving up? What aren't you letting go? What aren't you being disciplined with? What aren't you allowing to dictate and determine your schedule, your calendar to get you to where God wants you to be? And that exactly what happened with Cain and Abel. We can even look at the story with Joseph and his brothers. Wow. We, we about to go through the Jealous. scriptures today. Oh, wow. We go through the scriptures. <laughs> go ahead. Jealous. Because of the love that he got from his father and his father didn't love his other brothers less than him. Mm. Because of the dreams that Joseph was giving him, the coat of many colors, they was jealous of him. Mm-hmm. But Joseph's heart was always in the right place, bro. Mm. The things that he'd been through, the things that he suffered through, the things that he had to endure, his heart was always mm-hmm. in the right place, mm-hmm. right? And that's like my biggest thing here. Like, is your heart in the right place? Because you're not going to willing to give sacrifices to God if your heart is not in the right place. That's so true. If your heart is not postured in the right place, you don't have the capacity or the ability mm-hmm. to sacrifice what you need to sacrifice to go where God is calling you to go. Oof. I mean, golly, even Abel. I mean, I mean, not Abel. I'm sorry, Abraham. Abraham had a sacrifice peace between his relationship with his with his nephew Lot to go the opposite direction mm-hmm. to become all that God is calling him to be. The scraps that does all go all the way back when a- when Abraham was worshiping moons and suns, when mm-hmm. he was an agnostic, mm-hmm. and God called him from his father's house into a land that he was going to give him and his descendants mm-hmm. as far as there's grain on the seashore. He had to make sacrifice. He had to he had to leave his place of comfortability. Mm-hmm. Sacri- he had to leave. His comfort mm-hmm. to sacrifice mm-hmm. what God wanted to give him. Yes. So true. And I know I'm kind of going on a tangent, but like you just made me think about a whole lot because people are just given scraps. Mm-hmm. Our siblings are maybe just given scraps mm-hmm. and they're looking at us. We're thriving. We're succeeding. And they're like, yo, how? Mm-hmm. But like, I'm gonna just touch on this because I'm saying jealousy is not the not what's going on in my family, but I kind of want to touch on it from this aspect. Step. Yeah, go touch on like I, I, by, by the grace of God, bro. Yes. Yeah. By the grace 
of God, not of my own works, bro. By the grace of God, um, God has afforded me to give me some level of success. And um, my siblings are looking at me like, yo, they, they're looking for information and knowledge on how to do certain things. Yeah. And this is what our next meeting is going to be about when we meet in a couple of weeks. It's just kind of giving them some guidance on that, on that front mm-hmm. and different things like that. But you have to know, it's not to say that we didn't have the same opportunities because most of us do. Yes. But we're not sacrificing. Mm-hmm. We're not sacrificing for those opportunities, bro. We're giving scraps. And when we are in a position to make a move, we are so concerned, so filled up with what's going on around us mm-hmm. that we aren't looking at what God has in front of us. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oof. Vision. Seriously, man. Vision. So, like, I look at my family, I'm like, yo, they're all smart, all super intelligent. They all can speak well. They all have, have enormous goals that they want to accomplish and they have the ability to do it mm-hmm. but it comes down to are they given sacrifices or are they given scraps mm-hmm. are they given sacrifices or, or are they given scraps mm-hmm. are they given sacrifices or, or are they given scraps yeah that's what it is right that's there, what it comes bro. down to that's what it comes down to that's good that's good, bro. You can have the goal, you can have the vision, you can continue to look at other people and wonder how they're doing what they're doing. But what are you doing? Not realizing that they've been given sacrifices while you've been given scraps. Mm-hmm. Yo, what is going on here? <laughs> hey, man. Scraps and sacrifices. I should preach a message about that one. Hey, scraps and sacrifices. That's, 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 that's good, bro. Yeah. And I think even touching back to that aspect as we talk about uh, sacrificing, you know, scripture says uh, obedience is better than sacrifice because when you actually start to apply what God really says, then you you actually start sacrificing what he actually acts for you. Mm. Because look at Micah, right? What do I require the old man to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God? That's the instruction right there. And the sacrifice is doing what God said right there. But if you don't apply what he's really saying, are you really sacrificing? Wow. Wow. So are you doing justly? You got to understand what the law says. Are you actually looking to walk with God actually humbly? Are you actually having mercy when you're able to be petty? Do you actually pray to God and say, Lord, help me to be merciful. Mm-hmm. Help me to be forgiving. Help me not to be petty. Yeah. Help me not to be nasty with me being petty. Ah. <laughs> Jesus, hold on. And <laughs> hey, listen, I know some of us, they, they're listening like, yo, bro, I'm not just talking about resources, but we're not just talking about resources and finances and wealth. We're not just talking about that. Well, we are talking about scraps and sacrifices in the area of your relationship with your siblings, in the area of your relationship with your family. Are you been, or have you been given sacrifices of forgiveness mm. or are you given scraps of forgiveness? Mm. It, didn't that the scripture say, Jesus Christ said, don't even go pray to me. Go make, make sure you get right with your brother and leave sister that first. And leave that, leave that gift at the altar. Don't even bring it before me or nothing. Go make it right with your brother and sister because your sacrifice is going to be there but not be burnt. Come on, man. He, he don't want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. How, can, how can you love God who you've never seen? 
Oh, go ahead. But not love your brother who you see every day. Yo, that's mm. fam. Mm. There's a whole lot of stuck up Christians out there who look good on a Sunday, preaching well on the Sunday, serving well on the Sunday. On TikTok but their family, oh, goodness. bro, go ahead, bro, is incomplete. This disaster. Mm-hmm. And this is no judgment, but what I'm trying to say is like, yo, we out here playing this type of this 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 mass charades, if you will, like yes, facades, facades, like it's it's imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. if you will. Oh wait, you know, we, we on the Sunday, oh, wow. but Monday through Saturday. Yo, bro, who are you? Hmm. And what have you done with the real you? Wow, nah, Monday through Saturday, that is the real you. That's so Sundays true. you've been putting up front. True. That's you being in the moment, but what are you doing throughout every moment? Yeah. That or listen. I think the interesting part too, bro, is what Jesus Christ says, bless those that curse you, pray for those that despitefully use you and mistreat you. We forget that's family. Yep. We forget that's what we got to do with family. That's what mostly happens with family. You think it's talking about strangers, people you you don't know, people on your job, the boss that's getting on your nerves. You think it's the business entrepreneurs you're in competition with. No, it's really the closest people to you that will hurt you. Yeah. You forget the closest people accessible and successful to you be most likely the people that will hurt you. Come on. Go ahead. My my former pastor used to say, he's like, yo, can't nobody get under your skin like family because they see the neck at you. Mm. Right? They know what buttons to push. Mm-hmm. They know how to get underneath your skin. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to really live the way that God has called us to live, and be the type of people that God has called us to be. You know, we can't be people that's giving out scraps. That's so true. So true. We have to be giving out sacrifices. So true. And hence why that's exactly why I, I, I schedule these monthly meetings. Starting from that previous meeting that we had with my siblings, is we have a monthly meeting every single month. Mm-hmm. Because we're not going to be a family that's giving out scraps. True. We have to be a family that's giving out sacrifices. That's true. I'm not going to forgive you with scraps. Go ahead. I'm not going to help you with scraps. I'm not going to support you with scraps. I'm not going to be there for you with scraps. I'm not just going to tolerate you on holidays. Those are scraps, family. We're going to do actually do life together. Go that's ahead. sacrifices. Go ahead. I'm going to actually check up on you because I care. That's sacrifices. Even in indifference. I think, too, yes, right? Bro. I think when you understand about, like, relationships, like, family stemming with, like, you know, talking about into marriages and talking about with the family in general, I think the hardest thing, that's my, my pastor says, you got to willing to over-communicate even if you're in frustration and you don't want to deal with nobody else around you. Wow. You got to understand how to over-communicate and indifference when everything's going well, everything's going bad, when there's tragedies, there's travesties, there's uncertainties, and there's hidden costs that go with everything, you have to willing to over-communicate so you can be better with each other and stick to the potentate. Yes. Listen, the potentate is Jesus Christ, by the way. So the interesting stem from, from that, bro, is like, in my mind, I think like, man, like, how many times I have to be willing that when I don't feel like it, I still gotta do it. Mm. Like that's real faith right there. Copy this. Copy, let's let's put a whole thing. We can go to Noah real quick. Since we're going through Genesis, let's go to Noah real quick. Yeah. Look at this. He never saw rain. 
right? Probably just saw the waters and everything. And then God comes to tell him, he's like, listen, I want you to prepare a boat, prepare an ark for you and your family and warn everybody else around you because flood is coming. Mm -hmm. I'm going to flood the world. Because all this stuff, evil and wickedness, I've been trying to, you know, compel and prop men, but they keep on rejecting me. So this is what I'm going to do. Get yourself and get your family in order and build that ark. Right. You think Noah felt like building that thing for so many years? He was warning people. People rejected him, making fun of him. Even his whole family probably questioned him like, Dad, you sure you heard from God? You sure God told you to build an ark? You sure that we should be sacrificing all this, buying this money for all this wood and all this timber? You think we should be really doing this, Dad? So now the real faith says, I'm going to keep on building even though I'm not feeling. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to keep on building even though my feelings are going against what God's telling me to keep on building. Mm. Jesus, no, nah, let's get Bro, to I want to touch on that. Hold on. <laughs> can't blow past us. Yo, we are 45 minutes in. We're going to talk about this one more, this one more subject here. Go ahead. And we're going to end it because we spent too much heat. You know? <laughs> um, I kind of want to touch on that for a minute because even in your indifference, you have to build it. Mm -hmm. Even in your indifference, you have to build it. Listen, me and my siblings do not see the world the same way. Mm-hmm. But that's a part of our unique gift and calling. Mm -hmm. Some of our, some of my siblings, we don't believe in God the same way. Mm -hmm. But do I love them any less, or should I stop building the way God has called me to build, because we don't view things the same way? Wow. No, I'm gonna keep building, wow. even when you don't understand and you disagree. I gotta keep building, and even in the indifference and even in the disagreements, we still have to learn again. Going back to the first thing that stuck out to me in our first initial conversation with my siblings in our meeting was love. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that love covers a multitude of sin. True. In the instance of when Noah was building that boat, and his sons and their wives did not get it, and his wife probably didn't get it. He had to still build mm. and love at the same time. Mm. See, it's this builder and love dynamic mm -hmm. that keeps the family together. Renovation. When a man leaves his house, mm -hmm. his wife may not always understand the way that he's leading them. Yeah. But he still has to build yes. and love, bro. Mm. It, it's it's it has to coincide with one another. Go ahead. They are synonymous of one another. Yes. You have to continue to build and you have to continue to love. You mm -hmm. can't build and hate. You can't love and remain stagnant. You have to build and you have to love. You Go have ahead. to build and you have to love. You have to build, you have to love. What am I what am I saying? You have to build your house the way that God has called you to build it. And you have to love them even when they don't agree with the way that God is calling you to build it. Yes. You have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do, but you have to do it because that's the way that God is calling you to do it. You have to build and you have to love. Mm -hmm. In the instance of your family, especially in the area of your, of your siblings' relationship, bro, you have to keep on building. So true. Don't allow what's going on with your family to stop your building process. Wow. Don't allow the the love that you don't feel to hinder you from building. But don't be so focused on the building mm -hmm. that you aren't intentionally loving. Yes. True. Don't be so caught up in being this grandiose self that you forget 
that you are first called to love. Wow. It has to be a healthy balance. It has to be. And that's when you know that you are giving out sacrifices Mm -hmm. rather than scraps Mm -hmm. because you are building and you are loving. Yes. Yo, Steph, you have anything that you want to add before we close this episode down? I'm going to say this last thing, right? Sometimes when the difficulties happen, they begin to help you to have self-reflection on your foundation. Mm -hmm. The difficulties begin to expose your foundation that sometimes is letting you know, did you build your foundation upon the rock or did you build it upon sand? Yeah. Jesus Christ says, any person that hears my words and does them, this is what they're like. That's fire. Right? So he says, if those who build the rocks upon sand, Hurricane Katrina and Ida come, great was the fall of the house. But the one that built it, when all those indifference, all those hostilities, all those contentiousness came, it was able to stand. Because it built itself upon what? The rock. Right. So when those things happen, self-reflect on your foundation and remember that your heart position, and your foundation are interconnected. Yeah, That's it. Let's go, man. Guys, it was so great to have you listen to us today. Um, join us on the next uh, Journey podcast. And in that episode, we're going to be talking about the third F, which is finances. Yo. I hope you I hope you guys enjoy this. This episode, I hope it's a blessing to you and your family. Please share it um, on your platforms and tag us in it. Uh, we would love to 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 hear you guys' feedback and just see where you're at in the family dynamic. Come on, let's journey together. But most importantly, let's love and build with one another so that we can give out sacrifices and not scraps. Yo, I love you guys. Until next time. Peace. Peace.